0: Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Joe Scrabbles. I'm joined by Matt Perslow. Hi. And Jesse Gomez. Yo, yo. We're gonna do it. We're gonna make a podcast again. I'm I've so realized excited. shortly before the podcast that everything on the running order is things I haven't done or seen or you know, interacted it's with an in educational any educational
1: session for you then. So I'm
0: here as a sort of I'm a proxy for the listener. Mm. Um, the thing actually I was thinking we could briefly speak about is that we actually know that Disney Plus is coming out now. Oh, <gasps> yeah. It's coming out a week earlier than we expected. What? And it's not that expensive. Oh, it's super cheap, isn't it's it? Like I like that. Sixty quid for a year.
1: Sixty quid for a year, or f- is it four ninety nine or five ninety nine a month? I think it's five ninety nine, and that really. includes four K content as
2: well, which is actually really, really generous. Excuse me while I quickly That's mop right. up some coffee loudly. Mm, delicious. How the- much is um four K content on Netflix? Four K 4K- content.
1: Four K it- films and
0: television Four K content, shows. man.
2: Look. Listen, I'm a
0: video He's editor. on side. Uh, <laughs> we do, we make content here and we consume content. Exactly. And if Shut you don't can't up. get on board with that,
1: it's banned. It's like, if They'll ban, me ban say it. That, any of, any of the freelancers, it's immediately wiped out their coffee. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> um, so 4K for Netflix is I pay eleven ninety nine I think a month for really? it. Really? Yeah. And I,
0: it's not good. Most <laughs> yeah. of it.
1: I know. I mean, it's fine, but yeah. it's, it's obviously it's not as good as buying a 4K physical disc. Is yeah, it? that um, makes sense.
2: I've always imagined Netflix as being free just because I've never paid for it, and my dad's always had an. Account. yeah i've like, always sponged yeah I'm a rice I'm i mean <laughs> i pay
1: for prime and everything else. admittedly yeah. i have people that sponge off my account yeah. <laughs> which is that's because obviously with the 4k netflix you get up to four accounts I've only got one person sponging from me but yeah i'll have it <laughs> um yeah i think it's quite good yeah. the the
0: i think the big question is that you know we've all managed to watch the mandalorian <laughs> through our friends in the u.s yeah yeah they've yes. been very nice for us
1: uh what
0: are you going to use disney plus four when it comes out
1: i'm probably i don't know if i'll buy it at um well yeah. sub at start yeah. i think i'll be waiting for is falcon and winter soldier the first that's one that's
2: the up? first marvel one yeah yeah i'm actually interested in watching star wars in 4k because they yeah. have those online now like the original trilogy and stuff but i just i can't think of much until those big releases where i'll probably get a trial and stop! I genuinely think if you listen to the episode where Cardi
0: and I talked with Sid from our US, from our LA office, <laughs> yeah, she kept talking about these insane Disney.
1: I'm family aware movies. of the because the, <laughs> they used to do. Was it like every couple of weeks they'd have, or every month there'd yeah. be like one of these low budget Disney films that would just be kind of like either some mad thing about living <laughs> toasters mm. or sort of like sequel talk number dog. six That's to it. a Disney classic. Like,
0: she tagged me and Cardi on Instagram last night <laughs> uh, in a, for a picture of... One of them that was oh where is it? There's also this
2: been this mad video going around of just like one of those Disney videos where a dog just runs up to a dude, punches yes. him, and then <laughs> runs out. I have That's not seen that. Great. It's
1: very clear that like the tra- there's a transition shot where it's a man in a dog suit <laughs> yeah. beating the crap out of someone. <laughs> that else. sounds great. There. It's fucking awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. I've that heard of Xenon Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Is
2: it good? It's, yeah, it's let's just, have a
0: look. It's, Oh, God. It's just (laughs) like girls wearing clothes that are fashionable Mm
1: -hmm. now. (laughs) I get the impression at one point it might have been a sort of Hannah Montana-ish kind of deal. I think it's it's films. right? I
0: think it's a film series. But but, but as in in sort of like
1: the... Not that it uses the same narrative, but I get the idea that like the vibe of it is quite mm. Hannah Montana.
0: You're into the Xenon vibe. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm doing. Day one, Xenon. Nice. Get it on. Uh, but let's talk about something that's definitely not going to be on Disney+. Plus: The Lighthouse. Mm. What? Uh, a black and white... Is it Oscar ratio? 4x3? Yeah, yeah.
2: It's not, well, it's I'm not 4x3. Sure it's, 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 it's more like
1: 1x1. One one. It's more it's kind of oh, squarish. Well, I, te- I think technically it's one19 by nine, I think Fucking it is. But yeah, Academy Ratio <laughs> yeah. is what it's called. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. And um I haven't seen this and mm-hmm. I'm
2: sad about it because it
0: looks bizarre. It is take, take It's really through interesting.
2: It. Mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting because I guess we've all watched The Witch. Yeah. Yep. Right? And I was expecting that kind of level of I guess accessibility, which is a weird thing, because the Witch is kind of surface level, you know what's kind of going on. But then the Lighthouse feels feels more than that. It's like There's a lot of things left to interpretation when watching that film compared to The Witch, which is a bit more straightforward. Yeah, The Witch is definitely
1: more literal. Like, um, I think the interesting thing about The Witch is The the Witch is obviously a story of a family going insane, effectively. Mm. And not actually, I don't think they're going literally insane, but it's obviously it's the infighting that comes from that family of The Witch is, you know a part of that story but it is as much about the distrust that is building up yeah. Yeah. whereas there is that element to this but whereas I think the witch lays its cards out a little bit more straight this is you've no real idea why these people are gradually losing their minds well, that's, yeah. I
0: think the witch feels like you're watching people go mad from the outside yeah Whereas this is The Lighthouse much, sounds yeah. like it's in the inside. Yeah, yeah just,
1: because I don't think they have any idea why they're suffering the mental trauma that they are. <laughs> and neither did I by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, so. it's true,
2: because in, in The Witch it's very clear that there's something supernatural occurring. But whilst watching The Lighthouse, I was torn between either... There could be the physical element where they are just going insane, or there could be the thing of The Lighthouse is, you know emanating this presence just from the light itself and that's causing them to go crazy or and there's a few like Lovecraftian-esque things as well which I was I was expecting but I was expecting for that part of the film to happen more or for that to be a main point of the film it didn't really mm-hmm. do that for I'm, me. I'm aware that we haven't actually explained the setup for this yeah. film. Oh, so, right. yeah. so
1: basically it is a case Bat of... Batman so- and Green Goblin go to the lighthouse. <laughs> so Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson are, are members of effectively the... You know, the, obviously lighthouses have to be manned. Yep. Certainly they did at that time. I guess a lot of them are automated these days. But it's set in These that- days <laughs> with our robot lighthouses. <laughs> uh, and effectively Willem Dafoe is a veteran of, of this specific lighthouse. And mm. he has had... Partners in the past, but they are not here for this shift. Rob Patterson is his new—I hesitate to say—it's not apprentice, but his new partner. And what's the term? A wiki? Is that, is uh, yeah, that what? Yeah, they, they called? call themselves a wiki. Yeah. Right, I see. And basically, it's a four-week tenure on this lighthouse on a rock in the middle of fucking nowhere, basically, mm-hmm. and.
2: Wait,
0: if a wiki's being taught, is it a Wikipedia?
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it Wikipedia? Well, I did wonder if, like, does wiki mean something more than, like, is there a reason? I mean, during
2: the 1800s, I'm sure it meant whatever that role was, right? Mm-hmm. Was oh, but I just, mean wiki like, in terms of Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, what's right, that yeah. wiki?
1: Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, so, and it is watching Robert Pattinson sort of descent into, it's, it's, is it cabin fever? Is it a more supernatural thing? But yeah, it's. It's a film, so it's, only, it's on for about an hour and 45, and I'd say maybe the first 40 to 50 minutes of it. Is actually just watching two men do lighthouse duties. Yeah. yeah. So it's do you learn
0: li- how a lighthouse works?
1: Uh, not you really. Do- it's just. I'd wa- take that. <laughs> a um- lot of it is watching Rob Patterson push a wheelbarrow around. Yeah. Just getting pissed off. <laughs> yeah. He's he's very very angry and like them dealing with. Obviously, it's very difficult to get fresh water around there. So there's a lot of drinking of vodka. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of eating of very very bad foods. Yeah. Um, Willem Dafoe <laughs> is convinced that his lobster is very very
2: good. He gets very upset at one point in the film when Robin Patterson says, "I don't like your." <laughs> it's a very
1: brilliant scene very moving yeah. mm-hmm. but you know I think the interesting thing is is like you know how the witch was it was spoken in middle English yeah like it is and this obviously <laughs> set a lot later because it's in a period of I can't really tell when it's set but I guess early 1900s mm-hmm. Um but it's very difficult to understand what they're saying. For right. sure, like, I needed subtitles at some point yeah. during the film because I couldn't understand a mm. fucking thing. But are we are talking
0: about accents, or is it, like, original Bane where you can't hear it over the noise? I feel it like is, it's a mix
1: of both. It's, well, it's a mixer of what i say with three different elements, is that you've got, A, they're speaking a version of English that we don't talk anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, two... The actual and what I do think is very good about the film is it uses a very distorted sound design. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like heavy reverberation stuff like that, which, yeah. depending on what the conversation is going on, is applied in various different manners, like actual
2: audio distortion to the mm-hmm. point where, like I know, if you were messing around video editing, you just jack the volume all the way up, like that constant like blare, like they that. do that,
1: like that video going round of Sonia from EastEnders <laughs> saying, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was a total <laughs> slag," yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: basically that. <laughs> Uh, and then you also have the fact that like they speak very, very quickly. Uh. Yeah, there's a lot of like because they're they're always quite heightened. It's they obviously don't enjoy being in this area <laughs> yeah. confined together. And I think you find that Willem Defoe starts off a lot more relaxed because he's just like this is where he lives for stretches of four weeks at a time. He yeah. loves that lighthouse. Yeah. It's Whereas his wife. Yeah. To a degree. <laughs> Whereas Robert Patterson, like, he's coming in at a much more newer sort of element and it's watching him gradually get more and more pent up as the film goes on. Right. Yeah, and so all of that I find very, very interesting. And, like, the performances are incredible. and The it's film not, as well looks brilliant, yeah, too. It's, like, it's not just shot at Academy Ratio, right? It looks like the seventh seal. Right. It's got that For very sure. old sort of thing. I don't know if it carries it all the way in the same way that the witch does. Well, that's it.
0: So Car- I've only heard Cardi's opinion about yeah. this, or his yeah. final opinion, I guess, which is... He didn't like it as much as he wanted. Yeah. Mm. And he certainly likes it less than The Witch. How did you both feel about it?
2: It's one of those things where I think there was so much left to interpretation... Because um, at key points in the films that, like, the characters mention, like, the legends of Prometheus mm-hmm. as well. But then, aside from, you know, like, the kind of crazy supernatural things that could be happening, you have the, like, the physicality of Willem Dafoe's character kind of demeaning Robert Robert Patterson's character as the film goes on. And that could potentially be a theory as to why he eventually went crazy. Right. Or it could just be, like, this lighthouse area is fucked up. And that's why they <laughs> went mental. Like, there's a lot of things to consider in the film. And I'm just... I really enjoyed it, but I just... I kind of wish it was just a bit more of like a lovecraftian like holy shit this un like this uncontrollable dread is approaching the island mm. and it wasn't really that Without giving too much away I think the
0: stuff I've enjoyed about like this I don't new wave is such a loaded term <laughs> but like avant-garde a, a, the series of horror directors who seem to be emerging are, of late is people who are willing to be like no, this is just, like, fucked-up supernatural stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we're actually not as interested in telling you a story that can be interpreted in multiple ways. Yeah. I don't want to name films, because then it's essentially <laughs> sure, spoilers. Yeah. But it do- i I kind of listening to you would almost prefer it if yes the lighthouse was about some mad bullshit the interesting (laughs) thing is
1: is it you know you know when sort of like you're watching a film and you start to guess where it's going you're like oh i figured out the twist and all of this yeah and i came up with so many elements that i thought would have made a better conclusion than we actually got i think it's one of those where i definitely don't like it as much as the witch i think the witch is a far more accomplished um piece of um piece of filmmaking the thing that I do like about it is it's almost like a Pinter play in that, mm. you know, how Harold Pinter very much like his plays tend to be, I mean, I really like The Caretaker, which is just three people in a room. Yeah. And quite often a third person is taken out so they can just bitch about that other yeah. person. This is very much like, I like the idea of it being just two men contained mm. and just them gradually having to deal with each other and the tensions building. I think that's done very, very well. I think even though it's quite a short film, because it's not, it's sub two hours, I do think it stretches out that a lot. Right. And I feel that there's maybe not the curve that I want out of it. I do feel there is a point where you're like, oh, Rob Patterson's definitely mad now. Mm -hmm. And I would have liked that to have been a more gradual lead into that. Right, okay. Um, But... In in terms of imagery, I think it, it's more evocative than The Witches. There's some really, which I can't talk about because yeah, like we yeah. go too deep down the rabbit hole then. But there's one scene in specific which is clearly shot in the way a 1920s film would have been done. Oh, with cool. the way that they use kind of like, it, it needs a supernatural element to it that's mm-hmm. all done through light. And I think that is it inc- oh, like genuinely yeah. looks incredible. It, Jesse knows it, what I'm there, talking there's about There's a lot
2: now. of frames in this film that honestly look like a painting yeah. of sort. It's like... It looks beautiful. That's cool. It's amazing.
1: I'm
0: glad, like, I think it's basic, even if it's not exactly the film you want, it seems like a good thing that something like The Lighthouse is getting mainstream attention. Yeah, like, I
1: yeah. Ra- I'd rather it exists, yeah. even though it's it, it's not my preferred sort of way that I would have done that film. It is
0: yeah it's bizarre that we've got to this place where that's allowed to happen like it's one of the only good things about modern life yeah
1: like (laughs) (laughs) like anybody that complains about the fact that all films are is marvel Mm. it's like it's because you literally haven't looked like beyond (laughs) like film one on your cinemas listings like like there's only what three marvel films a year two this Mm. year i think it is like there are so many really good yeah. yeah
2: That's just, not even, like, looking at short films as well. They're uploaded, like, on a weekly basis that are yeah. amazing, mm-hmm. too. So.
0: Go looking, for God's sake. Now, <laughs> from one nuanced, multi-leveled character study to mm-hmm. another. Doom Eternal! <laughs> um, it's I, weird, because that's not actually a joke anymore. <laughs> is it? Oh, yeah. I suppose there's more to it now. Yeah. Um, I cannot... Like, I've missed Doom Eternal at... I think, three shows right. I've been to. I've not been to the point where I went to it at uh, Gamescom fucking, it yeah, Gamescom mm. and just couldn't get on yeah. and couldn't find anyone to let me on and pull the, <laughs> please, I'm ITN card. <laughs> um, so every time I see more of it, I'm more and more furious and feel like I could be Doom Guy at some point. it's well, <laughs> fucking amazing. I,
1: I can't believe you've been allowed to play it for as long as you have. Yeah, I mean, technically, this will have been the... Third time I've played it. Piece of shit. I know, but this was like the other ones that I've played were very much like they were demos that were built for show floor, so it was very self-contained like slices, kind of. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Mm. Whereas this, I've played the first three hours now, and like I don't want to make you feel too left out, Joe, but I think it might be the best first-person shooter ever made. <laughs> That's amazing. Better than
2: Titanfall 2
1: Yeah, and like I say that as Holy someone that does. Just, I've not played anything that feels like this. Like yeah. it is, like it is obviously built on the fundamentals of Doom 2016. It is that game. Yeah, but the layers on top of it and the way that they've so much focused in on a combat loop that mm. I have spoken about the last time I got to see Doom. So mm. I'm not going to overly focus on that. But it is this this wonderful idea of like. If you need armor, you set things on fire. Mm. If you need ammunition, you cut things up with a chainsaw. If you need help, you rip them apart with your bare fists. And the way that that resource management is what is keeping you afloat, and you're yeah. always on the knife edge between being dead and being alive, between having no ammo and having all the ammo. Mm. And like the way it balances that just creates a tempo that is so astonishingly brilliant. Because you don't kind see of-
2: you don't see that strategy in like other first person no. shooters. Like you know, if you kill an enemy, they might drop a bit of ammo, but you're not really like. Trying to create a strategic path as you blast your way through enemies like changing weapon to melee and stuff like that. It's really cool. Well it keeps you locked into playing the game as yeah. opposed
0: to just going bang, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Um it does maybe explain why Rage Two was so crap because it's like, well, we're just making our and yeah, I played game. it for ten minutes. So I was
1: like, this is shit. Yeah. See, I finished Rage, which I don't think is shit, but it is one of those games that I forget that I've played. I but just be, think I just
0: thought the that's, shooting felt so bad for an id game. Like, yeah. I didn't yes. or an id an, an id co made. game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, th- I think
1: mad. Rage has got like the very fundamentals are there, but it doesn't do anything to really build mm-hmm. on that, and especially. Rage is one of those games that once you've got the assault rifle, you've got everything you need. Whereas Doom is like, we want you to use everything. And I think this time around, they recognize that in 2016, the super shotgun was pretty much the secret key to the entire game. Mm. Like, it's definitely not the case this time. It's it's much more of a case of constantly swapping it through your weapon wheel. Yeah. Um, But part of that is to do with like the terrain of... This is very different to Doom 2016. Mm. Um pleases me greatly because it's very Warhammer. Very <laughs> very grim, dark, big cathedrals mm-hmm. in the future. From the gameplay I was editing, mm-hmm. which the video you sent me, I was like, I think I saw ice and like yeah, so,
2: trees
0: for the first time you, in Doom. Have you done the Heaven stuff yet?
2: No, no. You, you and and to I you go
0: so They've shown yeah. that in trailers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like incredible. Cool. The closest analogue I can see to what their version of Heaven is is Bayonetta, which basically yeah. makes me absolutely delighted yeah. because
1: those weird porcelain faces over flesh yeah. creatures mm-hmm. absolutely. Are, sounds awesome like incredible. it's art design is incredible and the thing is is it's one of those that like yes Doom is grimdark it's like gross and disgusting and all of that it's also got a really good sense of humour mm. so it's like all of the glory kills yes are designed to be grotesque but they're also quite funny they because- like how
0: the Marx Brothers would kill people yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely <laughs> Um. So it's got it's, it's good-natured in a way that sometimes I think like games like Mortal Kombat sometimes aren't. Sometimes I feel that Mortal Kombat finishes can be a bit like I want to upset mum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a
0: point there's a there's been a point and I think we've passed it now where the game of Mortal Kombat is so realistic or like the depiction yeah. is so realistic that I now don't enjoy fatalities anymore because mm, I, I just think they're so gross.
1: <laughs> I just yeah I can't get into them. Yeah. Whereas Doom like when you do the glory kills on the cacodemons like Mm. you tear their eye out but you get like a pop sound (laughs) like when it pulls out like a bursting bubble yeah exactly (laughs) and like it's that there is a an underlying sense of knowledge that this is stupid Mm. even though they've you know it's massively much more smart than the last one was but it knows that it is a shooter that's a bit dumb yeah um but I think the interesting thing will be for a lot of people is transitioning from 2016, which is very much like, I think... For as far as I can remember, and I haven't played it since 2016, but the only cutscene in that game is like the start and the end, and maybe a couple in the middle. Are there there's are like, there a
2: lot more in
0: this one. There's a couple of bits where you're like traveling ele- in elevators while the doctor talks yeah. to you and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they
1: you, I think they're usually cloaked loading screens as opposed to yeah. like full cutscenes. Whereas Doom Eternal definitely has much more of an idea of like it wants to tell a story, mm-hmm. and so there's a proper opening introductory cutscene. There are moments where you're having conversations. Mm-hmm. Not- Wait, Doom guys Speaks? no no oh, okay. it's not conversations but like you <laughs> the are dead speak <laughs> i guess more gordon freeman-y oh, yeah. okay um right though there are things going on and like doom doom the Doomslayer is definitely a far more intelligent entity this time around like he literally has his own spaceship That's which is the fortress awesome. of doom which is <laughs> a planetary cathedral basically that that is in orbit over earth in which basically you 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 Earn batteries and you slot those into sections of the fortress which open up bulkheads which gradually builds this massive cathedral out sounds fucking awesome (laughs) like the first thing that you get which is like at the end of mission one I think which is the first thing I got to see in the demo is the repertorium which is basically (laughs) doomslayer has a prison for demons in the bottom layer of the fortress of doom which is basically just his training arena jesus you just just (laughs) go down there open all the cages and just shoot the shit out of demons that's fucking awesome and like you don't have to worry about ammo when you're down there it's much more of a like learning how what like the fundamentals yeah. work so you don't have to worry about like running out of ammo or health. Of sounds like the museum at the
2: end of Wo- uh, modern warfare 2 once you finish that game You're on, like, yeah but more metal. Like,
1: yeah sure <laughs> metal museum yeah yeah it's wonderful and like sort of like um there's the world building that's going on like it's definitely a game where you don't have to worry about the story if you don't want there will be more story presented to you on a surface level because of the cutscenes. yeah but for the most part, it is running around and, you know, you might pick stuff up that you can go into a codex and read. And there is clearly now it has that deep lore. Like, I, yeah. I was talking to a friend of IGN, Dave Dewitt from mm-hmm. GameSpot, and we were talking about the idea of like, is the Doom Slayer maybe an angel? And, right. and stuff like that. Like it's got all of this almost yeah. Diablo-like sort of huh. thing going on. But it's very much like if you care about it, it's there. If you yeah. don't, just rip and tear. Yeah. That's what's mad about 2016 Doom is that I
2: couldn't get into it. Because at that time, I was like really focused on like story kind of mm-hmm. first person shoes and third person shoes. So I really like Uncharted 4 and stuff. Um, and then when I played Doom, I was like, this isn't for me. Because literally at the start of the game, you like froze the story to the side. Like yeah. you're not there for the mm-hmm. story. But now I've, I've changed my opinion
1: more in the sense of like, doom looks really fucking fun yeah. and, and it's now- mechanic like i say this about things like like dark souls and, and bloodborne but it's mechanically yeah. pure yeah it's like everything <laughs> and, like, and it's weird because it, it's got so many more layers now because it's not just about shooting you've also got your suit can be upgraded your weapons all have two different upgrades that literally you snap the barrels off them mm. and fit new barrels on they kind of done wolfenstein too, didn't they yeah like the upgrades and stuff i think The difference being there is, like, I think Wolfenstein 2, its upgrade tree definitely leans into what you could consider an RPG light element, whereas this is more a case of, like, here are just other tools that you can use. Like, you get runes, but it's not like you get 5% increase to your damage. Yeah, it's not like
2: small little things like that. Like,
1: the rune that I was using is, like, if you right click while you're diving through the air, it goes into slow motion, you can do a little bit of bullet time, which I thought was incredible. Mm. Some people are more like, Doom should be fast, I don't want that. If you don't want that rune, just don't use it. (laughs) Like, it's, it's much more a case of, what do I want in my toolkit.
0: I'm always into upgrades that change how you play as opposed yeah. to change what you output. Yeah. Yeah, and right. that's
1: exactly what it is. I do get the impression that if you really are a Doom purist it might be possible just to ignore all of that. Yeah, because yeah, are, are like. there any ones that felt like they were necessary when you were playing? No, not at all. I, I wonder if like it'll get to a point. Like, There's definitely your one of the upgrades is to do with increasing how much health and how much ammunition and how much armor you have and I can imagine that is probably... Mandatory, like you—you you won't be able to get to the end of the game with just 100 health. Because I think you'll be going. Watch. Honestly, I mean, you're I mean, very good at. Good it, yeah. Like. Yeah.
0: As a per, as a normal person. Yeah, yeah. No. But yeah, I'm you're, sure yeah, they'll allow sure. you. To oh,
1: absolutely. Do it. Um, I think as a normal player, you're probably going to want to invest in that side of it. I do yeah. think if you just don't care about the runes, they're not—they're they're additions rather yeah. than. That's cool. Things that you need to augment with. So yeah, yeah. I think. I hate using the thing. Like, there's something for everyone here, <laughs> but I do think depending on what you want out of Doom, probably this game is going to give it to you. I guess you can play as like OG Doom or just have more of that custom. I mean, ability, definitely not is... OG Doom because I think yeah, like yeah. the new it's, it's era of Doom. Is changed, changed. Changed you can't look a lot. up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, giant mechas. Yes, yeah, that's, that's it's, my it's kind finally of a, happened i know uh, it yeah. turns out that the game director apparently was the uh, concept artist for pacific rim that's fucking and sweet. one of the earliest things that you find is like this beautiful bit of like visual world building where you just find in a massive pit of lava a giant doom slayer as a mecha, <laughs> oh, that's so having sweet. pierced <laughs> a giant like greater demon through the chest with a sword and you run down the sword into its chest cavity
2: that's probably going to be the final wait. mission when you you're like, know, trying a huge fucking. Even Doom if it's guy. not the final mission, yeah, yeah. Right? It's, it's you gonna gonna are one gonna, of them. Yeah.
1: And I just love that idea that in the time period between Doom 2016 and this one, there's been a massive war where they had to build giant <laughs> Doom Slayers. Yeah. Like, that Does, is does the, it actually
2: just look like him?
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's got like <laughs> his mad. face, obviously, doesn't have flesh.
2: Well, yeah, it's yeah. like.
0: Isn't the the suit is like a thing, like an artifact they found, yeah, right? really? or something? Or the I can't remember exactly how it is at the start. Because I don't know if Doom Doom, Ga-
2: Doom Guy is like Master Chief or is he just a guy who found the armor? or yeah, some see, shit I played Doom twenty sixteen,
1: not paying attention. Yeah, to yeah. Story, yeah, yeah. So I, I also exactly think there's a difference between Doom Guy and Doom Slayer. Yeah, I think they are two different people. Ah, yeah. oh, okay. And I think like if you want that, I think this is going to deliver that for you. Yeah. Oh man, it's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, have you played any of the multiplayer? Uh, no, no, I've watched it, but I've not played any of it. The one thing that this does do is you get, I think they're called, great, no, enhanced demons, I think they are. Basically, when I think, when it, Doom was first revealed, there was what looked like might have been invasions. Like, like that Dark, Dark Soulsy y yeah, shit, yeah. um, It turns out it's not. Like, if you see demons in your world with a gamer tag over it, they're actually demons that, within the fiction, have killed other players right. in their game so if you Joe got killed by a revenant what that, I'm sorry they're, 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 they're sneaky they are they're, annoying they're big and flyy yeah um, <laughs> if that revenant then might Turn up in my game, right. and he'll be bigger and more powerful, and it'll take me more to take That's him cool. down. I like that, and um, I don't know what like. Presumably, there's rewards because yeah. I think did, did Shadow of War have a similar deal?
0: Yeah, uh, yes. So she, yeah, because Shadow of Mordor did the thing where if something kills you, it becomes more yeah. powerful and becomes a part of the ecosystem. And I guess Shadow of War had did if it kills, then the,
1: people on your friends list, yes. they that version of the yeah, nemesis their nemesis system. came in and you could kill yeah. their nemesis. So right, it's okay. sort of similar to that. I think Mordor did that as well, actually. Did it?
0: Did it? I, don't, oh, I don't remember. It's it's I think while. it's definitely Shadow yeah, of War. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so it's got a bit of that to it, but I've not played the the two demons versus one slayer, which I think is an amazing really concept. Like,
0: I would. I can't wait to play that around the office. Yeah. I bet that'll be really <laughs> fun. It'll be on and it'll gunfight, make everyone right? Yeah. furious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, a different game that I haven't played. <laughs> Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Walking Dead games are almost always shit, but apparently this that's one isn't.
2: True. I feel like this is the the best Walking Dead game I've played since like Telltale oh, was, Season 1. Was, yeah. But there, there aren't really a lot of good Walking Dead games anyway. Yeah. Just because you had the one on Xbox 360 and you play as what? Daryl? Is that yeah. his name? And Fuck that, me. That, that game was a mess. mess. Shit, I then, reviewed that on Wii U. <laughs> really? Jesus Christ. <laughs> what,
0: what score did you give it? Joe? Oh, God knows, man. Just shit. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> just it, shit. It meant
2: nothing to and then, me. And then you had like what? Overkill's Walking Dead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was a complete mess. But this is like kind of like, it's a weird mix between, um,
1: like, i should point out it's in vr before we it, get is, it is in vr yeah,
2: yeah. it's in vr it's um you can play it like on the steam store and it's coming to psvr sometime this year i think
1: yeah, that's their intent yeah
2: yeah for sure but it's it's like a weird mix of like fallout and like another vr game like blade and sorcery as well which is kind of like a really heavy um, melee heavy focused game but you're essentially you know going around talking to people in um new orleans doing quests And just trying to survive. You can craft items and shit like that. And you have like a home base where you can like drop items in and it's just, it's just really fun. Is it like. State of Decay in how it's structured? No, so like-
1: it's actually structured like Dark Souls. Okay. That's it, yeah. So what you have is like your home camp is the equivalent of Firelink Shrine. Right. Mm. Um, in which you sleep on a bus. Uh, <laughs> you drink a little canteen and then Yeah, the next you've day. got like... That's where you do like all your safe zone thing and then basically you have a map and you have a boat and that boat will take you to different places mm-hmm. within New... Because New Orleans has been flooded out. Okay. Yeah. And basically when you get to those places... Um, it's like a little hub and there's like different houses you can go to like especially in the first area cause yeah. that's the only one that we've really mm-hmm. yeah, messed the, around Yeah, those, those areas are rather than whereas Dark Souls all of them net together they are more self-contained um, but the, the way that the death system works is Dark Souls so right. okay. if you die you drop your backpack and obviously because it's The Walking Dead and provisions are vital mm-hmm. um, you um, basically you need to get that backpack back it's like it's, zombie, it's
2: it?
0: zombie, that, zombie U actually isn't it I've never played Zombie U are you playing as different people each time no, it's always the, no, it's always the same guy. Because right? that's yeah. the thing. the The cool thing about Zombie U was the idea that you played as a series of
2: yeah,
1: people, and if true. one
2: died, they became as. zombie. But it's always mm-hmm. like having to go back to where you had died and grab that backpack, which is right, filled yeah. with all the items you mm-hmm. obviously need, which yeah, is really yeah. cool.
1: So, so that's the that's what I find quite interesting about it is that sort of like having to plan your routes a lot more intricately mm-hmm. and knowing that if you die, yeah. you have to go. But the interesting thing is, is there's there's a basically it's a, sort a of hi- watch, isn't it? Yeah, there's a hidden timer to it all in that, like, yeah. basically you've got a watch that's synced up to the bells of the city, and when the bells go... That's when all the zombies come out. They summon the zombies. <laughs> right. Uh, and so you can always tell sort of, like, roughly how, like, you can spend as much time on a mission as you want, but obviously yeah. if you're going to leave it until the bells go, it's going to be a lot more difficult for you. So it's that okay. risk and reward of, like, do I just go in and do the objective of the mission... And then get out of here. Or do you or like just, scavenge
2: around for the yeah. items and stuff? Because you you want to craft a bunch of cool shit, like yeah. especially. I mean, if you pre-order the game, then you get um, oh, what's that baseball bat with like the barbed wire wrapped around it and shit like that? Yeah, just, yeah. Cool items like that, mm-hmm. like you know, spending the time in those areas to try and get those resources is like. It's a bit but it tricky.
1: has it, it does that risk and reward thing of like so the first mission is it's basically you you go into. This sort of set of streets, there's a, a woman whose husband has unfortunately turned, but she didn't have the courage to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. She's like, I really want the wedding ring back. You know, it's it's a symbol of our time together. <laughs> so you're like, Okay, I'll go and do it. So obviously find her house, she gives you the key to the house, you go in, shoot him get the ring, take it back. But she then gives you, she's like, as a thank you, you can have the code to our safe. Yeah. Uh, okay. But by this point, obviously, the bells are about to ring. So it's like, do you go back to the house? Which is already going to take you a while to get back anyway because new walkers are turning up. and It is definitely, it's a proper survival. The thing I really like about it is it's a real survival horror in that, like, zombies take a while to take down. And Mm, it's not that they have health bars, but... Because like, it's the VR. head, the head is
2: the main thing, and yeah. like especially when you stab a zombie, it feels mm-hmm. really fucking good. And it sounds good as well. It's like it's all squishy. Like they're just, <laughs> you know, you know the audio engineers just like fucking ate watermelon in front of microphones, <laughs> mm-hmm. like
1: ripped celery and shit. But you are weak, and yeah, your sure. shivs. In the same way that it feels to me, actually, quite a lot like. Um, the last of us in Mm. the way these mechanics work like shifts don't last very long right but because it's vr and it's obviously a lot more physical in its combat thing like it is a case of stumbling into a zombie trying to hold (laughs) it back with one hand stabbing it with the other hoping that you you have to stab it through the brain and obviously you could stab it through the chin and that that doesn't work yeah Yeah, yeah, it is
2: and like especially you can stab it halfway through the brain and it's still going to try and come at you and then you have to like slowly dig your hand in until it's like (laughs) Like, it sounds it's like awful. It's, it's fucking really, awesome. really grim. It's so good, but the interesting thing as well, like Matt, you mentioned that quest, and I did the same quest as well. Oh, yeah, but you're an awful person. No, no, no. So here's the thing, yeah. But by, by at the end of the quest, she gave me, she gave, she gave me the safe code, and I gave her back the ring, and I was like, I really want that ring back. So then I shot her in the face, right? And she dropped the ring, but I was like, you know, what, let me just reload the quest because I want to see if this will happen. Is that you don't even have to accept the quest; you could literally just kill her straight up take the safe code and the ring and never know about the guy in the house. Oh, uh, weird. You can just kill, as far as I'm aware, near enough any NPC. We haven't progressed that far into the game, but that's the one I just killed straight up. It's just... Don't even
1: have to do the quest. See, can I have my desk moved away from Jess? <laughs> no, you, you can't. can't. We
2: need...
0: We need Angel and Devil sitting <laughs> yeah.
1: next to each other. For the Eternal but, but, but War. That's the thing. Like, I'm interested to see, like,
2: how the game progresses. Because if I just go around fucking killing everyone, obviously, it's, like, that's going to affect the area as a whole, and Mm -hmm. something interesting as well. When you sleep and, um, like, the game starts again, it'll be like, day three, supplies have dwindled and there's now more zombies. I don't know if that's just flavour text or if they'll have, like, more zombies have appeared.
1: I feel it actually is a a signal of intent just because that's the vibe. I know I'm I'm only sort of, like, an hour or so into it, but that's the vibe I get from it. Mm. I think the thing that, like... So I'm obviously very new to VR in comparison Mm. because I only had my VR headset at Christmas. Um, The thing that I found about it is the way it uses VR as part of, like, combat and inventory management. So, for example, you've got a backpack on your back. You literally pull the backpack off to rifle through it, which I find really interesting. But when... So as I searched through that house, I'd done the bit with the safe, the bell started ringing and was like, shit, I've (laughs) got to get back to my boat and get home Mm -hmm. before all things go bad. Come, sort of like climb out down the drain pipe of this house and there's three walkers in front of me go to my belt which is where like your items are kept and realise that the shiv's not there because I've left it on a table <laughs> in the <laughs> house and that's the thing in normal video games you don't get that because yeah. inventory is part of a system that the game manages for you in VR yeah. because items are individual items that have to be picked up and manipulated mm. if you didn't pick it up and put it on your belt it's just not there anymore yeah. and it's like well what the fuck so they're closing <laughs> on me so I start rifling through the bag and find <laughs> I've got a frying pan in there <laughs> so I just start beating them back with a frying pan um, and you just get that that whole, the, the way it does panic. Like, I've got a double barrel shotgun, which I found under the floorboards. <laughs> Brilliant. But once you fight off both those barrels, the fumbling of having to snap that barrel open, mm. load in two shells out of your belt that's got the shells on it, snap it back in, aim it again. By that point, like, you're fucked. Especially yeah. if you're
2: not comfortable. It sounds really, like, weebish, especially in VR, <laughs> but, like, if you're not comfortable with weapons in virtual reality and you don't know how to, like, you know, just basic, like how to use those weapons in VR, like, you're, you're going to have a bad time, hmm. yeah. essentially.
1: It's, it's just an added level of, like, fear that you don't... You, Ever you've deal to with. not worry about yeah. in normal video Yeah, it's games like, because, just press the reload yeah. button and you're sorted. Yeah. Like, VR's- <laughs> like, the revolver, you have to put the six individual okay. shells into the revolver and snap it back. Yeah. And, like, all of those little bits that are, are so much more physically done with your hands, that's what I think makes this an interesting, like, survival horror. Yeah, and It also yeah. does that thing where... Like If you're behind a car, like in The Last of Us, you'd obviously just tap X to hide behind or mm-hmm. whatever the cover button is. On this, it is literally me in my bedroom yeah. crouching <laughs> down. But you can also do a thing where like, if you use the grab button mm-hmm. on the controller, like you'll grab the side of it and I can pull myself oh, up nice. or over it. Yeah. And being able to do those little bits really does make you feel like you're in cover and you're waiting for that walker yeah. to walk by. that's way more fully-fledged than I expected it oh, to yeah. be. It's, like, it's, who's not, made it? Um, I have genuinely no idea oh I mean, fuck I can't remember I think well, it, I'm, it's, it it's done by Skybound but obviously I imagine they're the publisher because Skybound is the publisher I think, I, I think of I the saw, comics
2: I think I saw on Steam though, that they also developed it because they're like developer and publisher and so they've the same got thing. a games
1: division now because they took um, Skydance Skydance that's it, Sky it. Dance? That's it yeah.
2: yeah who are
0: yeah, yeah. both
1: yeah because I know ooh. that they've got they they saved the Walking Dead from um, when yeah. Telltale went down the plug um, and, so, and this is what sounds like well, because Walking Dead hasn't had
2: a good game really since telltale and like this is just vr and the thing is like vr it costs you know a decent amount to Mm -hmm. get into and stuff like that but it's just it's that level of immersion that people just kind of run off of like Oh, yeah. It's kind of cool that you can just reload a gun as you do in VR, but it's just people see it as a gimmick, which is a shame because you miss out on a lot of great titles. For me, it's in more VR. the
1: fear that it would like, it provides an actual genuine yeah, sense yeah of fear. for sure. And
2: it, and it helps when you actually believe it as well. Cause if you, I don't know, grab like a, an axe in this game and you just start swinging it madly thinking it's going to respond as you hope, um, then it's, it's not going to play well. But if you, if you imagine like, you know, there's weight to this axe and you swing it as you really should, then it just, it helps make VR be more believable and fun. Mm which people are missing out on. I mean, I am really enjoying...
0: Just the idea, and this is a very trite thing to say, but just the idea of watching you pretend to have an axe. Oh yeah, it's, and, it's, you, and you it's fucking I know, stupid. I know you've been looking after your housemate's cat recently. Yeah. I'm just imagining the cat just watching you like fucking idiot.
1: Well, both me and my housemate have both had VR kits for Christmas. Oh, he's really? got a Valve Index, and oh. I've got the Oculus Quest. And yeah, sort of like I basically think the cat can just wander between two <laughs> sets of rooms just to watch idiots doing stuff.
0: Right, from one sense of palpable fear to another, it's the endless search. Hey,
2: Inside, it's the UK I.G.N. crew. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos, we got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. What's at the DJ, we coming through. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos, we got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it in the search?
0: Okay, what we got? This is from Johnny thanks johnny Johnny. sent this in a bit ago which will explain the first line hello chaps hope you all had a lovely christmas (laughs) uh Here's a game It's quite similar To go on name them But with a more Hectic pace I've called oh, it Two God. second rule Fuck Over five rounds The host will announce The question for that round It's more of a topic Than a mm-hmm. question Okay And then the two contestants Will alternatively list off Every answer they can think of As quickly as possible The person who loses Is whoever says A repeated answer A wrong answer Or takes longer than Two seconds to come up With something oh, Um So We could do a practice round If you guys like Okay Let's do uh, Ubisoft games. Fuck. <laughs> Anna. It's Wait, whoever so, starts goes first. Okay, so you so say your topic. Thinks of one I do, so we rally it, do yeah, we? Yeah, we rally it. Okay, what well, I mean. Well, someone, whoever thinks of one first Far Cry first. 1, Far Cry 2, Far no, Cry No, 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 no it's, it's a rally. Fuck. You say one, he says the I thought the other. that's what you just, just blast them all off. No, 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 no. Shit. Far Cry 1. Raymond. Uh, Rainbow That's Six two seconds, siege. you're out. Fuck. That's it. God. Okay, okay, gotta, I get it. It's, it's fine. It, I understand it it's now. It's speed. All right. I'm going to open my laptop just in case we need to check anything. I'm going to have to hack into my brain. Because I thought Ubisoft games would be
1: easier than that. <laughs> I mean, the hike could go for days I know you result. could. <laughs> but you've got to
0: be quick. I'm, I'm a speedy right. boy. Uh, I'm going to open Wikipedia. Ooh. I don't know if you've heard of it.
1: Are you going to be able to wiki these in two seconds? Look, there's lists. Once. On Wikipedia, Two, no, uh-huh. unbelievable.
2: You know what? I think this is going to go splendidly. Yeah, you I'm, I'm going to have to like just. I'm just going to be fast. That's, 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 that's all I'm going to be. Very much the point. Going forward, that's that's the rule in life. Okay. Now I'm going to be fast. Let's go.
0: Topic one: names of characters in Super Smash Bros.
2: Ultimate. Uh, Mario, Link, Samus, Ooh, Luigi. <laughs> Fuck, Two seconds shit. You're out. <laughs> the thing is I can, I can picture all the fucking images yeah
0: for fuck's sake uh all right <laughs> that i was expecting that to go for longer i've got to search for the next bloody <laughs> list
1: i could just keep going ridley fucking toon link
2: <laughs>
1: is that not is toon link actually a character or is he yeah. a skin uh, no no he is
0: a character as is young link there mm. are three links yeah it's true oh no, there are three. Names. Every Fire Emblem
2: character, which is too many, <laughs> apparently. Uh, okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Commando. Total Recall. Terminator. Command... No, fuck. <laughs> He's out. Yeah, yes. gone. One all. <laughs> I, I, got Excellent. To, I got too excited about that.
0: This is quite frightening. <laughs> um, mm, names of game
2: consoles. Xbox. Xbox 360. Xbox One. PlayStation 3. PlayStation 2. PlayStation 4 PlayStation 1 Dreamcast PSTV SNES Fuck PSTV PSTV yeah you can it's play not Vita a that's not a yes, console Yes it is You can play Vita and, and PS1 games you uh, can you, No Yeah you, you can. can No PS TV PSTV is not a games console It is Anyone? a service
1: No all of you are shit <laughs> but I know, is, is it a service or is it It's just a gizmo <laughs> isn't a it thing. But you
2: can play PS Vita games on it It is a
0: console PS Vita is a console PSTV is not a console Bullshit And you were wrong anyway It's fine mm-hmm. Don't worry what? you lost Okay uh, That's 2-1 to Matt I'm really enjoying How many this. are we doing of these? Five. five. Ooh. Um, Stephen King novels. It. It. Fuck it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Matt wins, but we'll I'll, do one. I, I just one. automatically
2: thought of the film. I was like, I was going to say it. Chapter two. I was like, it's just it one. It doesn't book. work. I'm an idiot. <laughs>
0: For some. To come back and have a 3 2 loss. <laughs> an honourable 3 2 loss. Sweet. UK chocolate bars. Cadbury. Cri-
2: Cadbury's not a chocolate bar. I was going to say Cadbury's chocolate bar and then he just jumped in. <laughs> Fuck oh. no. Well, that was
0: I'm so quickly. sorry, Johnny. We fucked your quiz. Johnny, your quiz is fantastic. We'll, I mean, we'll Matt, do it again. Matt
2: perfected it and I ruined
0: <laughs> it. Matt perfected it. I don't think he had a chance. <laughs> if we'd done Ubisoft games, he'd be laughing. Right. On to... Feedback <laughs> Feedback is This week All about people's Weird <laughs> dreams hey, Awesome <laughs> I made the mistake Of asking for that And turns out It's as popular
2: as crisps Sweet um,
0: I'm going to give Jesse You start with that one Thank
2: you so much And yo. Dear IGN UK podcast Enter your own names here I bet you're swimming With messages about People's insane Crap dreams <laughs> And it's your fault So here's mine couple drinks in here so Oh yeah I should say this pissed. is the one that said
0: you <laughs> was subject lined something along the lines so <laughs> of you've done it now you cunt which That's I don't great. approve
2: of the language but it really made me laugh All right let's go on As I remember it my favorite dream starts in a desert village with mud brick buildings being chased by a miniature <laughs> tank maybe the size of one of those power wheel vi- power wheel vehicles from for the kids mm-hmm. i'm running from this tank and spitting on the dirt behind me to make the tank <laughs> spin out with great success but it's not enough there's a western style dirt colored courthouse building i escape into but this is like nothing else the floor is made of person sized inflatable neon puzzle pieces bouncing along i see that under the floor is a movie theater currently active um Taking a sit on the puzzle piece floor, I find clothing stuffed between the pieces after realising this place isn't for me. I head back out and down the court steps to brave the tank once more. (laughs) James from Phoenix. Thanks, (laughs) James. That's fucked up, I love that it's... A a cliffhanger and B
0: <laughs> the, just the vision of a man turning and spitting at <laughs> a tank well, it's behind him. That's fucking Mario Kart. So or something. funny! That's brilliant. That's just it the really idea of a laugh. tank
1: being able to spin. I imagine a tank spinning out <laughs> on spit. That's, that's a lot of spit. Uh, Matt, you've got two short yeah. ones. I've got two little not ones. So this one's from Mike. It's either Mike Tapia or Mike. Tapia. It is Tapia. Tapia. We've Tapia. had this uh, mm. approached before. You and Cardi have a have a look through. Right, short and sweet one once had a dream that me and a friend had a business venture and bought the domain <laughs> salad, <laughs> salad Salad De Niro <laughs> Salad De Niro what? Uh, oh, oh, so there's an explanation of this. Yeah, yeah. It involves endless pictures of Robbie De Niro photoshopped to replace or insert vegetables into the scene. <laughs> <laughs> the only two I remember from the dream were one of him wearing a lettuce leaf hat <laughs> <or> one of <laughs> him. <laughs> one of him smoking a stick of celery <laughs> it went beyond Ugh. viral <laughs> that's, that's so a, sad. That's the bit that got me the fact was beyond out. viral <laughs> because... normally i i find i can trace my dreams back to something i saw or heard the previous day no fucking clue where <laughs> this one came from i absolutely
0: i cannot believe you haven't already bought salad dinero like, what, what so if of, it did well, go viral now, now we need viral. to look
1: this up and see I, if I someone's think, actually I don't think, purchased I, this.
0: I believe Cardi checked and it didn't exist. Oh, it's but not I be one of those now. dodgy porn sites. I wonder if it? Mike was
1: like maybe in a Caesar while watching The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> the old Irish Caesar. <laughs>
0: uh, you've got a second one. Right, yeah,
1: let's go. Hi all, usual gubbins about liking the podcast, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. This is from Elliot. Anyway, I sleep talk quite vigorously and I have done <laughs> vigorously for years. It's yet to get me into trouble, apart from ruining a surprise trip to Paris for the other <laughs> half. That definitely sounds oh, like a bit of trouble. That's kind of sad. Um, as most of the time, it's parts of conversations with no context or one word spoken with confidence. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 Recently, however, I have been bolting upright in bed while unconscious to announce a name and then curl back up. <laughs> Do you want to provide a demonstration, Jesse? Shit, I couldn't think of a name. Oh my no wonder you're a <laughs> fan of that game. Uh, recent examples include... Salah. 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 Salah, Liverpool fan. I'm guessing this yep. is Liverpool Football he Club. Is. He yeah. is. Kevin Bacon, presumably from the advertisements. <laughs> or, for the last three nights or so, Idris Elba. Nice. <laughs> He's watched Cats. So, on that note, who was the last celebrity or actor you had a dream about and what were you doing with them? Mm. Thanks, from Elliot. I, I was really thinking nice. about this. I don't think I've
0: got loads of celebrities. In, I, so as quite a young teenager, I, I did have quite a filthy dream about Philip Forrester. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, that's really stuck in my head. I don't that's... know. Robot Wars was a big thing for me.
1: <laughs> um, just like yeah. the idea of just Matilda in the corner, yeah. just watching on in disapproval. Like your cat.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish I hadn't said that now. Uh. Um, Anyway,
2: (laughs) any celebrities in your dreams? Anyone popped up recently? It was just a pretty sad dream. I used to work at a cinema before I worked here. And um, Daisy Ridley often frequented the cinema Mm -hmm. to watch, obviously, films, unsurprisingly. Just had one interaction with her when she was just questioning the prices of the tickets in the cinema. That annoyed me, and I dreamt about that again. And that's it. (laughs) You dreamt about having a a tiff with Daisy Ridley? Exactly what happened... Just the same kind of scenario, and that's it. Well,
0: why is Daisy Ridley questioning ticket prices?
1: I
2: don't. She has fucking. She Star must be Wars doing money. all right.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, know. I still think it's within your right to question it. Like the Everyman does yeah. charge a lot of money yeah, for a ticket, for offer. sure. But it's
2: the same as like you know, Curzon or anything like that. And like <laughs> she wasn't getting the fucking huge sofa. It was a standard seat, yeah. And she was getting food as well. And don't how much compl- was the ticket? It was like I think twelve quid, and it was a very busy night as well. Don't come complain. on, Riddles. <laughs>
0: Right, I've got. I'm going to finish up with one <laughs> from Sam from Utah. <laughs> this is <so> brilliant. <laughs> Growing up, I had a series of dreams involving old people that, at the time, terrified me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I think he's referring
0: to the old people in the dreams rather than old people in general. In retrospect, they're more silly than scary, but I thought I'd share. The main dream involved me visiting an old woman who I presume was my friend. (laughs) Odd presumption. We'd hang out in the parking lot of her nursing home, just passing the time. She always warned me not to visit her on Tuesdays. Well, one day in the dream, I was passing the parking lot, and I saw her sitting all alone with her head hung in sadness. Because she was my friend, I approached her and asked what was wrong. She raised her head, revealing bright red, shining (laughs) devil eyes, and and shrieked at me, I TOLD YOU NOT TO COME ON TUESDAYS! What the fuck? In another dream, I walked into a room in my house to find an unknown old man rooting through our stuff. He jerked his head upwards towards me, revealing the same evil red eyes, and said, Just give me five minutes! (laughs) (laughs) And then he took off running! Those are the two most memorable of a tirade of demon-eyed elderly folk who haunted my childhood. That sounds fucked up. I man. don't know if I just subconsciously have a problem with old people, <laughs> but to this day my brothers still taunt me by jerking their heads towards me and requesting <laughs> that I just give them five minutes. Aww. That is
1: so good. I feel, having seen some of the projects you've been developing in Dreams, mm. that could be quite good influence. for Yeah, you. Sort of I, thing. W-
0: I was thinking about this. I'm, yeah, I'm getting to grips with uh, Dreams as in the computer program rather than you know just my my brain Um, and I am creating what I think will be uh, the premier nightmare (laughs) on that service but we'll see how it goes I'm still learning logic circuits they're really annoying I don't know why anyone bothers to make games Uh, and with that let's finish the IGN UK podcast don't bother to make games they're too hard have a lovely week Bye.
1: bye bye.